Welcome to Selfish Podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, self-love, and self-indulgence. I'm Sarah. And I'm Morgan. And Selfish was created out of my desire to spread a message of self-love and putting yourself first. In a world that is designed and profits from running us too hard, paying us too little, and making us doubt ourselves too much, our goal is to support us all in being a little more selfish. Each week, we will talk about ways we care for ourselves, from therapy to astrology, self-dates to identity. We are two friends who love to talk about these things for ourselves, for each other, and for our communities. So each week, we'll journal about a topic, and then we'll come together to share our reflections with each other and with you. Come with us on this journal journey, and let's get selfish, fish. Hey, Morgan. (laughs) How are you? Uh, I'm all right. I'm doing okay today. Um, I am popping into this recording today from sunny Florida. Um, Right. (laughs) (laughs) I drove down here for my birthday, COVID safe, staying in an Airbnb, got tested, drove from Pennsylvania to Florida, but um, I'm doing well, feeling a big self-care life right now, living in the sun and Dude, I working forgot. out in the, under a palm tree, yeah. I forgot that you were in Florida. I was just looking at the mm-hmm. curtains behind you, like, those are really interesting. Like, are those in your parents' house? Like, those aren't yours <laughs> in your bedroom, are they? Like, <laughs> I like to keep them guessing. Right? <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing good. I can't complain. Feel grateful to be able to do this, uh, especially in these times. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you doing today? I'm okay. Uh, I'm I'm coming to you live from sunny-ish Michigan. <laughs> uh, Summer's right around the corner. I know, right? <laughs> so should we get into this? Yeah. All right. So for our check-in question today, um, my question for you is, what song is on repeat for you right now? Ooh. Um, I feel like I could have answered this question much more easily like a week ago. Because <laughs> mm. um, I was listening to a lot of different songs on repeat. Um, right now, it is Chloe and Hallie, Ungodly Hour. Ooh. I love them. <laughs> so good. So I good. love I've seeing them grow up too. Yes. Like, like, it's like watching our babies. I've never met them, but right. <laughs> watching the babies grow. <laughs> I know. I feel so connected to their journey because we watch oh. them, like, do Disney covers and stuff mm-hmm. at home on their That's little keyboard. Cute. Love that. Yeah. I Confession, transparency. I don't know that I've ever listened to that song, so I'm going to make sure to go and listen as soon as we finish this up. <laughs> do it. Mm. I love it so much. And it, it mm. they really are growing. And you can hear, like, they always had strong voices, like, they always will, but just 
the subject matter like they're becoming young women and it's just it's exciting shout mm-hmm. out shout out to chloe and hallie yes please absolutely. listen to our podcast <laughs> <laughs> I love someone y'all. send this to them yeah someone send this to them because turns out we're gonna I turn this stand. into a yeah we're gonna turn this into a chloe and hallie gush podcast yeah we'll do it i'll do it Uh, (laughs) what about you um yeah it it changes kind of daily for me or i have multiple songs in the course of the day so i could Mm -hmm. rattle off a lot of them but the one i've been bumping a lot this morning has been um boys ain't shit by say grace Ooh. um yeah it's got a good beat to it and i'm really trying to lean into the like so the the phrase is like uh if you want me act like it Mm. you know act like it hell yeah like you know, um, and I'm, you know, I'm not trying with boys, but, (laughs) um, I like that energy trying to leave into the, you know, expecting people to act the way that I know and feel that I deserve. Yes. Yes. And it's just a fun, dancey song. I haven't heard that. So. I'll send it to you. Yes. (laughs) We'll have a little dance party after this. Yes, please. (laughs) I I would actually really like to do that. (laughs) Um, all right, so our topic today is self-indulgence, um, one of our holy trinity of selfish. Mm-hmm. Self-love, self-care, and self-indulgence. Self-care, mm-hmm. self-love, and self-indulgence. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like self-care and self-love, self-indulgence is very, very important to, like, your self-concept and just your your journey into yourself. So, like... Sometimes, as we've talked about, self-care and self-love can be really hard. (laughs) Um, And they're not always fun. Um, They don't always feel good. But self-indulgence is about feeling good. Because there should be a piece of yourself and a part of your life where it's just all about celebrating and enjoying. And you have to do that. Like, work hard, play harder. You know? Um... We have to enjoy the fruits of our labor. So that's why we are going to be self-indulgent as part of our self-journeys. And yeah, um, I know that it's something that we talked about when we were starting the podcast as like one of the pillars, if you will, <laughs> of mm-hmm. our you know mission. But you shared with me that it's not something that you necessarily felt super comfortable with yet. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just remember, like, v- kind of viscerally, actually, when we first were talking about this podcast and you told me about the whole concept and, you know, love the name, love all of it. Um, and then you ta- you included self-indulgence. And that, like, I just had this feeling of, like, oh, wait, like, that's not for me. Because I think we'd been, you kind of told me the idea of the podcast we were talking about if this was something we wanted to do or could do together. Um, And I remember the self-indulgence feeling like kind of a block, like, uh, this is not um, one that I can relate to, or it's just something I kind of struggle with. Um, As I've shared, you know, I I really think about um, self-care, care and comfort, in relation to identity to the identities that we hold and how much we are afforded care comfort indulgence all these things in the world mm-hmm. and i think um the idea of self-indulgence as a white racialized person felt very like feels uncomfortable yeah. feels um like not something that i 
I don't know. I don't know exactly how to put words to it, but there's a discomfort there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I haven't found, like, a neat and easy <laughs> a re- resolution to that discomfort, but I guess it's just one that's worth naming. I think, you know, in listening back to one of our previous episodes, though, I was hearing myself a lot talk about self-care as tied to goals mm-hmm. and talking about the purpose of self-care being, you know, so that we can care for ourselves to reach our goals or care for ourselves to do something, which I think is important. But I also, thinking about self-indulgence and listening back to those episodes made me sort of recognize in myself a way that I, I think for myself and through the podcast and my language to other people, am framing self-care and being self or, you know, just selfish um, within the context of like, you have to do it to reach some other goal. Or you earn the care, but for some other purpose. And I think this question of self-indulgence really gets to, like, the core of that we all... Right, (laughs) that there doesn't have to be a purpose. Mm -hmm. It's, like, feeling good and doing something that just brings pleasure and is is enjoyable for that in and of itself is okay. And I think that both the combination... I think there is definitely something there about, um, like recognizing identities that hold privilege and and weighing that Mm -hmm. in in self-indulgence and also like we all live in capitalism right so this idea that everything we do has to be for money for work that rest is not okay that we you've got to always be hustling um and also like i am a uh woman ish identified person (laughs) um and there's also a way that like patriarchy says that like you know it's not okay to do things for ourselves and like a selfish woman is like you know, that's not okay. So there's, I think there's, there's a lot of different elements to the discomfort I feel with this. And Mm. so I am, it's not resolved, but I'm leaning into it and sharing it all transparently and a little awkwardly (laughs) with you all. (laughs) But I like that. I like the idea of it, like thinking of self-indulgence as a radical act. Mm. Cause I think that's what we have to do. Like, Mm. um, I've been seeing a lot on the interwebs and on the TikToks. (laughs) everyone talking about um you know the phrase we are our ancestors wildest dreams um because Mm -hmm. that's like really it's it's like black excellence it's like i am a source of pride because i've worked hard and i've gotten to different places and like i have become successful in the traditional sense like we are our ancestors wildest dreams i'm my ancestors wildest dreams it's like yeah that's cool Shout out to black excellence and traditional success if that's what fills up your cup. But also, I've been seeing this dialogue of, I don't think that my ancestors dreamt of labor. Mm. (laughs) Okay? And I don't, like, I remember at one point when I graduated telling my parents, well, you guys worked hard so that we could just dream and, like, do random shit. Like, (laughs) I thought that was the goal. I thought the goal was for us to be able to be bad at things and it be okay. Like, white Mm. people are bad at things and it be okay. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Um, I thought you guys were doing this so we could just kind of, you know, live live our life as we want to without the pressure of it being because of our identity. Um, Mm -hmm. And us having to kind of, you know, uh, push back constantly um, using our identity to be a... um, to be a parable for someone else mm-hmm. so like the self-indulgence piece to me and of course like with my identity as a black woman um thinking about that too and how and your own discomfort because of your identity but for me it's very much so uh listen 
<laughs> I I do not dream of labor, okay? Like <laughs> I I dream of enjoying mm-hmm. my life and laying in the sun and experiencing the world and the people I'm with and experiencing love. And we do all deserve that. Um, if you are doing the work and you're an ally to marginalized folks, you still deserve that too. Um, mm. People people deserve enjoyment out of life. Like I, mm-hmm. I think it's like you said. We live in we all live under capitalism, <clears throat> and that says that we rest is not okay, and mm-hmm. you don't have to enjoy it. You just got to do it, mm-hmm. but. Self-indulgence is about pushing mm-hmm. back against that shit. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, that's why it's important, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I agree. I want you to. I'm excited to see you. You know, sink into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah, know, it's. Too. I say I'm like, oh, I'm bad at self-indulgence, but also I just, you know, drove 12 hours to come spend two weeks, you know, in an Airbnb see? sitting by the pool. So. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I think, you know, (laughs) like, whether it's, you know, big trips or whatever you indulge in, there are small ways to indulge, too. I think, um, like, there's self-indulgence in the idea of, like you said, like, having a life where you lay in the sun and, you know, eat good food and and relax, and that is not always about labor, but um, also self-indulgence in the the reality of how we live now that is you know mm-hmm. taking a break sometime or doing something just because it feels good and because you want to because it brings you pleasure um yes. you know whether that's eating a chocolate cake or uh you know taking a nap or i don't know and sometimes sometimes self-indulgence can serve multiple or things that we do that can feel indulgent can also serve other purposes right like, yeah that's true a nap isn't always self-indulgent. Sometimes it is also, like, self-care because I was up late working and <laughs> I, I literally needed to take a nap to keep my eyes open or whatever, yeah. but... Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, what are some, like, things, um, some, like, sources or things that have taught you about self-indulgence? Mm. I think I was thinking the other day about, and I'll probably do more research about them and talk about them more in another episode, but like spiritual baths. Mm. Um, and I was just thinking of how bathing is used in different contexts um, and how it it just serves different purposes. So I was thinking about, you know, indulgent bathing. So, you know, just getting the lavender mm. oil and the laying, laying in the bath and putting on some Sade lighting some Mm. candles (laughs) um but there's also like spiritual baths that serve a purpose of cleansing and like centering um so you may have oils or herbs or different flowers and things um as part of that Mm. and there may be candles there may be some sort of audible experience as well but um yeah i was just thinking (laughs) i was just thinking about baths Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking about my you dream. You love a bath. I do. I love a good bath. I feel like every time you ask me for an example, I'm going to be like, baths. <laughs> my dream is a clawfoot tub. Um, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I was just thinking about baths and how they are an indulgent thing, but they serve so many purposes. And even if you're doing something for indulgence, 
like you said, it can still, even if you don't know what the purpose is later, it may serve you like so much. Mm. Um, just in the everyday things that you're doing. Like mindfulness, mm-hmm. I feel like is an indulgent practice, even though mm. we talk about it as a thing for like um, just mental health and awareness. Mm. But can you say more about that? Yeah. Like what you mean by mindfulness? Yes, uh, mindfulness. Um, I feel like we should define mindfulness, but I don't have a definition in front of me. But it's essentially we'll post it on Instagram. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> essentially the practice of. Um, being present in everything you're doing. Um, mm. That's how I've come to understand it. So mm. you may, if you're taking a walk, you're not necessarily like listening to a podcast or like talking on the phone to somebody and like trying to count your steps and do all this shit that you may do while you're walking. If you're taking a mindful walk, if you may just look at the trees around you or the buildings um, you'll notice like the rise and fall of your chest while you're breathing. Um, you might notice the sound of your feet against the pavement, but you're just noticing, just passively noticing mm-hmm. all the things that are happening around you and like immersing yourself in whatever the experience is. Mm. Um, yeah, when I think about mindfulness, it's like a attention to the senses mm-hmm. in a way. It's something I'm I'm always working on mindfulness um because i think for a long time i tuned out (laughs) my senses or learned to sort of tune them down so um yeah like like you said like not listening to music on a walk or something or like being really attentive when i eat to like the flavors you know or um yeah and i think that there's a way that that like connection to our senses can open up like more um can attune us more to what what does actually feel indulgent or what just feels like self-care generally but yeah um what feels good for us mm-hmm. mm. yeah i like that um the tuning into your senses made me think of this practice um of like this extra this mindfulness exercise of eating chocolate <clears throat> and mm. um you basically like you get a piece of chocolate so you imagine a little piece of dove in your hand um and then you unwrap the foil and you listen to the crinkling of the foil then you smell it and then you what do you do next (laughs) i think then you take a bite out of it or you when Mm -hmm. you pick it up in your hand you just feel how it feels against your fingers um and then you bite it and notice like the sound of the bite and then notice the taste of it and you just like slow down the whole situation um and you actually just enjoy it (laughs) man you might you might need to start doing a podcast of just walking people through mindfulness exercises when you said like you hear the sound of the bite i felt that did you (laughs) i felt that uh Uh i I love those dove chocolates my uncle used to always have them on his table so i like you just you talking through it there mindfully like i it my, I was feeling it. I was in it with you. Hey. <laughs> but yeah. Um, sorry. I, I can do some practice. ASMR if, <laughs> if people want that. Some mindfulness exercises. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I have Dove downstairs that I'm going to eat later. Mm. Mindfully, <laughs> of course. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I actually, um, the first time I was introduced to that practice, my therapist actually had me do it at the beginning of a couple of our sessions. um, Because I'm, okay, without going too deep into my stuff, but also we're doing a podcast on self-care, so y'all are going to learn about us. Um, (laughs) You know, doing a lot of work in therapy about about tuning into pleasure Mm -hmm. um, and and allowing myself to tune into what brings me pleasure. um, Because, again, for many years, as trauma response was sort of um, tuning out, my, my needs or, or, you know, survival in a world that can be really challenging was like not disconnection from a lot of my senses and in particular pleasure. And so we did, would do this mindfulness exercise, um, with the chocolate of unwrapping them to, to both bring us into the session, allow me to kind of put everything that had happened in the day previously out of my head to, to be in the therapy and then to start it with a, a practice of sort of indulgence and, um, mindfulness around mm. a pleasurable activity because I love chocolate. So. <laughs> um, I love that you brought that one up. <laughs> yeah. How did that feel? Like, how did it change the way you felt in your sessions? Um, I think it did. I think it did. I'm learning that I really like um, rituals like that to sort of mark mm. the beginning or end of something or, or coming into a space. And um, to... to I, I tend to be a little... Um, like stuck in my head in therapy, like really analyzing and intellectualizing everything. So to do a practice that was really centered on pleasure and like body pleasure on, you know, taste and eating something that I really enjoy and is connected to my childhood, um, Mm -hmm. I think brought me into a different space in the session in terms of my body awareness and attention. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic hit, so we've been doing virtual therapy, and I don't have any Dove chocolate, but maybe oh. I need to get back into that with her. <laughs> I was like, you don't have any. I will send you some right now. <laughs> well, look, I, when I get Dove chocolate, it's gone within a few hours, so. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, yeah. Um, just uh, talking about uh, sources. I also want to lift up um, Adrienne Marie Brown's book Pleasure Activism um, mm. as a as a big source for me, a source of learning about um, self indulgence and pleasure, and and how that um, how pleasure has a huge place in in the work that we're doing to create a better world. Yeah. Um, you know, she talks about. Well, she actually starts the book with Audre Lorde's. Um, the use of the erotic that can't be right mm. and our podcast really is just butchering audre lord quotes i know right <laughs> we don't um by it. I yeah we love like, you on my yeah. um, shelf it's I sister outsider about. i think it's the use of the uses of the erotic um yeah but talking about that when you know adrian marie brown through audre lord talking about you know when your body wakes up to the erotic or just you know the pleasurable when you experience pleasure um in, and pleasure, you know, mean it can be much broader than just sexual pleasure, but pleasure in the body sense, spiritual sense, mindfulness sense, um, you know, joy, happiness, uh, all good things, um, that it opens up what is possible, you know, experiencing that increases the, the possibility for you to include that in other parts of your life and moves you towards that pleasure. And I think self-indulgence is a way that, or, you know, opportunities for self-indulgence or times that we mindfully indulge ourselves and things that bring us spiritual, physical, mental, emotional pleasure, mm-hmm. um, attunes us more to 
how to that and then it kind of orients us so that we can be moving towards that in all aspects of our lives yeah if that makes sense it like creates a compass giving ourselves a moment to find to indulge in that it's like oh that that then becomes possible right you know and we want to bring that in more into our lives yeah and i was i was thinking about that not in those terms um thinking about that the other day of as i've noticed myself just allowing me allowing myself to enjoy um and indulge in more things i'm learning more about myself um so it at least serves that purpose of mm. learning who you are um and learning yeah like what's possible what feels good because what brings you pleasure is part of you is part of your puzzle mm. um mm, absolutely yeah so it's it is important it's not just it's mm. not all fun and games guys <laughs> no, absolutely. it is absolutely. yeah it's important stuff well, that, what you just said is a great segue to one of the questions I want to ask you, which is, um, how did you learn to indulge yourself? Or how did you learn self-indulgence? One of our good friends um, always had, like, the things around her that she really liked. Uh, so, like, we would go to her room and she would have all the snacks. <laughs> um, we mm. would go to her room and she would have all the like oils and stuff that you need like if you needed something she had it and i i always stocked my room based off of oh well you know i i use this and i might need that but i don't need too many of those and like it was just real scarce and a lot of stuff i like needed um but not necessarily things i wanted or things that i wanted but like not quite it you know like Oh, I really like this chalk. I really like chocolate, but I don't like this chocolate. But it's chocolate, so. <laughs> mm. Well, that's real. Yeah. So there was just a lot of like who I I just was like not giving a shit about what I wanted and or you know enjoyed. But then we would be in her room, and it was just this little oasis, and like <laughs> she would have mm. everything that your little heart could desire. It was like Candyland, like not not just candy, but just. It was like the, um, it was the land of milk and honey. <laughs> In a dorm room. In a dorm room, though. And she was just so good about, like, yeah, I really like these, so I bought a case of them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, what? <laughs> you did that? <laughs> or like, do you want more That's of these? Yeah, like, do you want more? Mm. Have some. And I'm like, but... But if I have them, then you can't. And she's like, I can get more. Like, it's fine. And mm. I feel like I was just always in this space of, like, functioning from lack and of scarcity. Mm. And, like, well, I shouldn't, I just shouldn't get too much. You know, like, you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what I thought was going to happen to the things that I liked. <laughs> but I just, I would never have stuff around me. So she was, and she was also very big about mental health days. So mm. in a lot of different aspects in our lives, she'd be like, no, like, eat this. You want to eat this here? Like, do you need a day? You don't have you don't have to go to class. Like if you were having a mental breakdown today, you don't have to go sit in a class with 30 other people. Mm. You you can stay in your room <laughs> like mm. that's fine. Um, so she was a big part of like teaching me self-care, but also like you can you can just 
you you can like the stuff around you you know you don't have to surround yourself with things that are not enjoyable what do you like (laughs) Mm. um and that was like sometimes a hard question to answer to her and that's when i realized like maybe i should just enjoy like nothing bad happened to her because she was enjoying things nothing bad happened to her because she was like yeah like i I have all this shit in my room. I take the days I need. I I buy the stuff I want. Like, it was never... Nothing bad's gonna happen, mm. Sarah. I feel like I always thought something bad would happen if I overindulged <laughs> in whatever. <laughs> but oh, she gosh. was very... Yeah. So shout, shout out mm. to you. Shout out to you, friend. Mm. Mm. You have to tell her that... I will. We're uh, yeah. her. <laughs> so so some, what are some of the ways you indulge yourself now? Um, I definitely like to shop. So I used to not shop because I was always like, oh, I don't want to, you don't want to spend money on stuff that's not important. But, um, I like, I like clothes and I like earrings. Um, I like jewelry and they, I wear them. They have purpose. It's not like I have a shopping problem. Let me let me just cut that out right now. <laughs> I don't have a problem with shopping. Um, I don't spend my last dime on Lubus. I don't have Lubus, um, but I I enjoy it, so I do it often because um, I like to decorate myself. So I feel like mm-hmm. that's indul. Uh, mm, I don't know. So, and I I am generally indulgent in things so <laughs> sometimes I'm like no that's just part of my self-care is to be indulgent so I, it, the, the lines really get blurred for me mm. um but yeah like shopping is a big thing um taking walks and taking a longer walk I know like we're in the pandemic and people will be like oh you know take a little break if you want to I don't take little breaks <laughs> I take the break that I, I want to take because um, I need mm-hmm. it and you know I like I like to take walks I like to feel the sun on my skin that that's also self-care to me but it also is somewhat indulgent so you know I think that's okay too D- blur the lines just en- enjoy your motherfucking life <laughs> as Cat <laughs> Williams said <laughs> oh, just enjoy your motherfucking well life. I think that's it that, uh, should we just end the podcast right that's there it. I think you just you just dropped the mic <laughs> I'm not gonna quote Cat Williams anymore <laughs> but enjoy your motherfucking life that's it there you go <sighs> amazing <laughs> love it what do you do what do you do for self-indulgence if you can identify the things because I know there are things yeah well I was thinking about this question of how did I learn to indulge myself? And I think I was really good at it as a kid. I don't think I thought Mm. much about it, but I have always had sort of an orientation towards joy and pleasure. And I love when I enjoy something or someone, I do it with my whole self and I am completely committed to it. And then if I don't, it is very hard for me to make myself do it. (laughs) (laughs) It is very hard for me to engage in something I don't believe in or I don't want to be doing or um yeah so I think when I was a kid like everything felt like if I wanted to do something I was going to do it and I was going to do it completely whether that was playing soccer I was a very active kid and so like I think of you know playing soccer games where we would have tournaments and I would just run for hours which like for me was was fun that it was like Saturday I get to go play soccer with my friends for like five hours and that's 
amazing. Mm. You know, I think as a kid, there's just so much more time to be doing what you want to be doing. Um, you know, or like eating all the foods I wanted to. And, um, I don't know. Um, and I think for a combination of reasons, um, as I've grown older, I got more and more disconnected from that. You know, some things I just couldn't do because of the constraints of time and having to work and whatnot. But also this this idea that I should be doing things a certain way mm-hmm. and that often the things that brought me joy or pleasure or felt that really indulged me, um, either I felt like meant that I wasn't working hard enough or that, you know, I wasn't supposed to be doing those things. And so um, now self-indulgence I mean travel is definitely one um I I love uh, um going different places not always somewhere exotic but I like changes of scenery I like you know taking trips with my friends I like you know just visiting new places whether that's like Beloit Wisconsin or Florida or Paris you know like I just I'm like curious and have always been very intrigued by the world and so I I make a point you know I'm not a big shopper but like I save my money to go on trips mm-hmm. and sometimes you know if this is my birthday trip I committed a few years ago to like every year going on going somewhere warm for my birthday oh. my birthday's in early March yeah and so I save and often those trips tend to be a little bit indulgent mm-hmm. and you know maybe more expensive than I would normally pay but it's something that is important to me and so I'm committed to that. And I have managed for the past five years to be on a beach Girl, for my birthday in early March. I did not realize that. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So I think, you know, I say I'm not self-indulgent, but, you know, I think I think I actually am <laughs> in a particular way. Yeah. And I made this commitment that I'm going to celebrate the my birthday the way that I want to. And, and I mean, sometimes it is a little tough because, you know, I decide I want to go on these trips and I decide I want to go with friends I'm I have a lot of different friends from Mm -hmm. different places and so I invite the people I want to you know I know um you know and I'm not trying to invite everyone it's like what is going to feel good for me who do I want to hang out with for this birthday who you know where do I want to go and I'm going to just do what I'm looking for so yeah I think that that's a way that I'm self-indulgent birthday trips in particular but traveling generally why have I was born in January? Why haven't I decided to do that? Like what? <laughs> and how did I not notice that was a thing that you did? I hate winter. I should definitely I be know. someone who's going. Well, to I almost birthday. whisked you away on one of these birthday trips. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. But the, it fell through. Yeah. But well, I went, but you weren't able yeah, to join you. us. But um. <sighs> Yeah, if you want some tips and tricks on how I managed to, to make it work. Yes. <laughs> signing up strategically signing up for a credit card was one. It had a lot of travel Ooh. points. Had a travel point bonus. Timed that around my first trip and then have been accruing points since. I think we need a mini episode on this. <laughs> <laughs> travel tips for Morgan. Because yeah. I am so interested. I am so interested. Happily. Happily. Scrappy travel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that. yeah. Thanks. Do you want to give us um give us a suggestion? Yeah. Um, that felt like kind of an intense transition. That felt a little jo- jolted transition, but I just looked at the time. Wanna? Yeah. You know, <laughs> not, we could talk about this forever, we um, and we will on other episodes. But mm-hmm. you want to lead us into our self care suggestions? Yes. Or? Let's get down to it. All right. So. 
Um, my suggestion for today is that everyone try the cho chocolate mindfulness exercise. You do not have to use chocolate. Let me say that now. <laughs> you can use a piece of chicken. You can use mm -hmm. a nerd's rope. It doesn't really matter what it is. Just something that you enjoy eating. <laughs> if it's broccoli, go ahead. Just slowly enjoy the process. Notice the feelings. Notice all your senses and what they're doing. Notice your mouth watering if it's something really good. And just report back. Let us know. Mm -hmm. um, the other... I have two. <laughs> the other is... Do something this week that you have denied yourself because you felt like it was too indulgent or you feel like mm. think of the thing right now that you think is like way too indulgent if you have access to it do it <laughs> mm -hmm. and tell us about it yes show us I'd love to hear and see the ways that you indulge yourselves and we will gas you up yes we are excited for you all to do some self-indulgence yeah. to feel good, mm -hmm. feel some pleasure, hype you eat up. some chocolate, eat some broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> so tag broccoli. us on Instagram. Yes, tag us. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, this was great. This was. Thank you for getting mm -hmm. indulgent with me today. Oh, oh, love it. All right. Bye. And I love you. Love you. Love everyone. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on today's episode of Selfish Podcast. We hope that you'll continue listening. This was episode three, and next week is episode four, and we will be talking about the art of the self-date. So get out your journals, get out your pens, and ask yourself, have I ever taken myself on a date? What did I do? What did it look like? And if you haven't, what stops you from doing it? what might make you enjoy it and join us next time for our conversation about it again thank you all for listening please follow us on instagram at a little more selfish tag us in any posts that you may make about your journaling or about your self-discovery your self-journeys we love to see it and we look forward to interacting with all of you until next time <laughs>